Okay, so this is our first podcast, and we don't know what we're doing at all. <laughs> hey, we're gonna crash our way through it, okay? I'm it's fine. like I'm fine with that. It's like everyone's first porno. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows what they're doing. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows what they're doing in real pornos, which is just sex. Well, I'm here to tell you. Um, so I didn't know whether I should use my real name because you don't use your real name and I didn't want anybody to figure out who you were. <laughs> um, and then I don't want anybody maybe to know who I am because some of your stories scare me. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to get trolled or sent weird packages in the mail or whatever, all of these stories I've heard. Um, so, so we're going to make you a name. So wait, so we have to introduce you, Alexis Monroe. Oh, Hey, what's up? Hey. Oh, hi, I'm Alexis Monroe. And this is our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I don't know what my name should be. Do I have a, do I get a porn name? And if, how do you figure porn names out? Like, what do you do? Well, I know like the stupid way to find a stripper name is like the street you grew up on and your first pet's name. Right. It's like how you pick your stripper name. But everyone knows Porno that. Porno names aren't like as entertaining like that, you know? Like typically someone just dubs you. They're like, and now you will be Alexis Monroe. Bing! And you like, they, do they know I, what they base it on? No, I think they just pick it out. They just randomly. They, you're hmm. just basically like, I don't know, a work slave and they just tell you what to do so if i was your porn star slash work slave (laughs) what would (laughs) what would you name me i don't know because i'm terrible at naming so that's why i didn't even pick out my own name i was named and uh so now we have to figure it out something funny we have to think of something funny like Super cool ghost Avo roast. That's fucking terrible. I don't <laughs> want to go through every one of these episodes. My name is Avo roast. What is that anyways? You don't roast avocados. I'm a man, but what? I am the worst. <laughs> Should have had a funnier friend pick your name prior to this. <laughs> okay, well, I shall name and be, be na- remain anonymous okay. until... We figure you out are the person of no names and one day I'll have the perfect name. And from that moment on, you will be named. Okay. Can it not be like super girly? Cause that's not my jam. No, it's I want it to be like be Jasmine super, Rose, some bullshit. Be super obnoxious. No, I don't want that. <laughs> you left me in charge. Can my name just be Sterling Archer? Can your name just be vitamin dick face? this is how i get treated i love it okay that's probably why you're so successful i think people love that about you um you can be sterling rose god like let's just table that for later um so i wanted to Actually, and I don't really know, I know bits and pieces of this story, but I wanted to start with, you know, how you got your start in adult 
filming porn industry in general? Because I've heard, you know, little tidbits of when you first started out, but I don't know how it all started. Well, let me just set the scene. Oh, God. I'm in a dirty apartment <laughs> in the middle of fucking Michigan oh. at a party. Sounds terrible. shots out of plastic shot cups. Mm-hmm. How old were you? <laughs> uh i think i was 19 20 19 oh and by the way oh, it's 20 i'm drinking hot tea and alexis is drinking truly's at in all fairness 10 30 in the morning start my mornings with a truly but i was really hungover yeah so back to michigan hellhole mm-hmm. fucking terrible place that i grew up in I'm sorry for all you Michiganders. I love you. I just hate Michigan so much. Um, anyway, so I was just at a party and it was kind of like one of those things where you're like doing dumb shit and they're like, oh, I bet you wouldn't do this. And I did. Oh. Do that. And okay. they were like, I bet you wouldn't do a porno. And so my girlfriend and I really did. We signed up online for Bang Bros, I think. Okay. Or something along the lines of uh amateur porn and they hit us up the next day and they're like oh we're gonna fly you to florida and you're gonna do all this fun stuff and we really did it because we wanted to go to florida for free so we did and i just loved it so much that i decided that i would continue my career and go all over the country sucking dick Well, what did you love about it? I mean, you, uh, everything I know about you, I don't think it would be, you know, fumbling some gross guy's balls, but what, no, like, what I mean, honestly, like, I'm not even probably that great of a porn star because I'm not this super like sexual human oh, being when it comes to it. like having intercourse with strangers. That's a lie. But anyways, um, <laughs> I, I just really liked the fact that I grew up in a really small town and it kind of was an escape for me. It was a way to go and see things. And I'm not, I am a princess in my own head, but to everyone else, I'm not. But I really liked being able to go to Florida and having someone show me around and like Mm -hmm. show me all the fun clubs and bars and like food places and the beaches and the people. And then I only had to work for a few hours a day having orgasms and getting paid thousands and thousands of dollars. And it just seemed stupid easy because Mm -hmm. who doesn't like to get orgasms and who doesn't (laughs) like to drink tequila on a beach fucking Florida. (laughs) It sounds like you, (laughs) if I was to dig into it from a different perspective, I think it would be, um, you were young and you felt trapped and it was a way out. It was an easy way out. And the thing is, is like when I was in Michigan, I was working three jobs. I was going to school. I had an internship. They weren't paying me. I had to work all these jobs to afford an apartment. My rent was $650 and I couldn't pay it. I had to ask my parents for help a lot and they couldn't really afford it, but I didn't want to be at home. So I saw this kind of as an opportunity. I went to Florida and I came home with like eight grand. And I was there for four days. Yeah. And that's like unheard of. Like you can't, no one goes and works for four days and makes $8,000. Like it's just doesn't happen. I would love to do that. For me, 
thinking, I was like, oh, I'm going to be so responsible and pay my rent in advance. Well, I didn't. Mm -hmm. And of course I spent it because Mm -hmm. any fucking 20 year old that is given $8,000 is going to buy dumb shit. And I did. And it took me about a year of being in the industry, making that kind of money to realize that I had been stupid and that I should have been saving it and I should have been being responsible. But I think that that's one of the things that our industry is really lacking is because when these young girls get in, there's no one really there to like guide them and tell them, Hey, you should have health insurance and Hey, you should Mm -hmm. really have a financial advisor. And like, you should really take care of these things Mm -hmm. early in your career. Yeah. But I figured it out eventually. And now I think that I'm doing really well with my life choices and I'm responsible for the most part, aside from drinking at 10 in the morning. And (laughs) I love the industry so much still. I just, I've taken a different route now. So I did the, but it's taking you a while to get there and that's, yeah. I mean, eight years of traveling every weekend has Mm -hmm. been, you know, super exciting and fun, but now I'm starting a new adventure staying home, being Mm -hmm. in quarantine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think that that's really great too. So I'm not going to say I'm never going to do it again. It's just right now, obviously the world is shut down. So we're all stuck at home and filming for OnlyFans. Have you seen spikes in your content go up or down or stay the same? Um, so everyone just got stimulus checks. So this week it's been on the rise because mm. I think everyone was trying to be like financially responsible with their money. Mm-hmm. And, and it's pretty much proven that once the economy crashes, there's like a sequence of what you stop buying. Mm-hmm. Corn is one of those really big categories in there. Yeah. So when the- I guess it's considered entertainment, right? It is. Yeah. It's entertainment, but it's like your free money that you spend, you know, whether Mm -hmm. you're going to a strip club or you're spending it on porn or you're Mm -hmm. spending it on booze. It's just one of those things that you kind of hold on to, but eventually you have to give it up if Mm -hmm. you know, you aren't financially well off, which a lot of people have to be smart about their money right now. Mm -hmm. So when the news first broke out, my, all of my accounts crashed and it was not, um, people were not spending, people Mm -hmm. were saving. And then I think once people realized that it wasn't as bad as everyone thought, they kept spending a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And I think uh, across the board for every single adult star, this has been a very interesting and challenging experience because we're all very busy and we're all used to feature dancing and shooting on set and going and doing parties and just, you know, like promotions and We do a lot of things like there's a lot of girls out there that have their own lines of products, like whether it's coffee or tea or lube or clothing, Mm -hmm. they have other avenues. So a lot of us are not just in porn. We all have other avenues of um, work that we do. So I think being in quarantine has really affected all of us in that way. We're all kind of relying right now on our OnlyFans or our porn hubs or mm-hmm. our premium Snapchats and things like that to kind of keep us afloat right now because we can't do anything else that we're used to. But bet that when this is over, we're going to be gone. All of us are going to be on the road. We're going to be traveling. We're going to be working. We're going to be shooting because, you know, that's the way that it works in our industry. But I think that we're really lucky and fortunate that we have the ability to, um, 
to have an online source of income. And we have the ability to... <laughs> the screaming child. We have the ability to make our own content because a lot of the production companies that shoot us, they don't, you know, like they can't shoot right now. So we're mm-hmm. lucky that we can shoot at home and still make money. So was this always the plan was to, you know, kind of slowly get out of filming and start ramping up, um, going to strip clubs and doing promos and things like that um or you know where's the money where do you go when you get older when you start to just get tired of filming what do you do (laughs) um well I think that everyone is a little bit different so Mm -hmm. my entire career there has been no game plan there has been Mm -hmm. no course of action it's just kind of fly by the seat of your pants whatever happens happens and that's great um I made a lot of really good choices to set myself up but I think everyone has their own post porn game plan that they want to do obviously as a mom my plan is to be a mom um not necessarily financially stable plan but Mm -hmm. I'm fortunate that I I can have that chance Mm -hmm. um so that's kind of something that I'm interested in but I also really like working with computers so obviously you know building websites and building online stores and things like that are really fun for me to do in my free time. Mm -hmm. And I've been kind of dabbling in that a bit, but right now I'm just focusing on being a mom, enjoying Colorado and doing my OnlyFans. Yeah. Well, I think that, um, I've been kind of gathering topics that we can go over and I really, I want to, start to get into, you know, how, when did you start, um, thinking that you wanted to have a relationship, wanted to have a family and all that. Cause I know, you know, when you were younger, you were just off to the races and none of that shit mattered. (laughs) Well, I think it's really exciting kind of being able to be free, but it's really lonely. And for me, I always wanted to have a family one day. And so I was really, really lucky that I met my partner, the person that I've been with my entire career, pretty much as soon as I got in the industry. So I was really lucky in that sense that I found someone that accepted the job that I wanted to do and that, you know, continued supporting me through my career and all my fun, amazing choices. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that must be hard. I, I think it would be hard for, to find somebody, um, that I guess understands what you do and accept it, accepts it because most people probably wouldn't be down with that. Right. Or they would absolutely yeah, be no, so absolutely. excited about it in the opposite way where it was just, <laughs> they think, they think coming home would be like going to Mardi Gras or something. And it's not, it's not. Yeah. We're like, don't right. touch me. Right. <laughs> Um, I think that the majority of people in this business that have a partner are also in the business, not necessarily as a performer, but they're somehow incorporated because you can't be like, it's weird. We call people that aren't important civilians, but you can't really be a civilian and date a porn star. Um, really you call people civilians. It's funny. I like it. (laughs) 
<laughs> Makes sense. Well, it's just because like, you're not one of us right, and yeah. it's, re- it's not like we're trying to be like rude or snooty or whatever. It's just, um, it's, it's an interesting industry and it's mm-hmm. really hard as a partner to accept that you're having multiple sex partners and that mm-hmm. you're being this flirtatious, sexual human being 24 seven. Mm-hmm. And you're right. When you come home, it's not this big porn orgy most of the time sometimes mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um but it's not like we're doing gang bangs every sunday or like having anal sex every day um that just doesn't happen and yes it does happen on occasion but it's not like right. i'm not on set for evil angel at home every day right right it's really vanilla and basic and i love that because mm-hmm. you can't be a savage every day Otherwise your holes will fall out and then you won't have a job anymore. <laughs> like, no one wants your holes to fall out. No, you can't have anal sex if your assholes hanging down to your kneecaps, all right? That's true. Although there might be a site for that. There is there for is. everything else. Yeah. Um, well, and uh I guess and too, we can get in a little bit how I know you. So I'm I've met Alexis's partner way before they were ever together. So I've known her partner. Do you remember the very first day that you met me? Yeah. In PV. <laughs> you and you were wasted. Moonshine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew you were going to get proposed to. <laughs> and I did not. Yeah. And everyone was trying to get sober you up because you're wasted. So let's just set the scene. We're in, um, Pacific beach, California. Mm -hmm. It is 4th of July. Mm -hmm. I've only been to California a hand or I've only been to San Diego a handful of times. Mm -hmm. I've been in California, obviously a lot, but I was under the impression that my five, but four 125 pound little body could out drink all the guys at the party that we were at did half of them and it didn't work out so well for me and so most people when they get overly intoxicated they want to eat food to soak up some of the alcohol well because we had been drinking all day in san diego uh they decided they're gonna make burgers well (laughs) Let me tell you a little bit about drunk people trying to make burgers yeah. on a charcoal grill. Um, they put lighter fluid or like igniter all over the coals and um, didn't realize that when they would make the burgers that that flavor would go into the meat. And so I ate a burger that tasted like lighter fluid and I was so drunk and so hungry. I ate it. And then I got sick and threw up everywhere in the bushes and then it comes. Yeah. And I I arrive in all of this. I'm like, Oh, it's nice to meet you. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) It was great though. I I loved you. I loved you when I first met you. It wasn't, you know, I could just tell you're good people. So. I did get it, my shit together, and um, and you did get proposed to, <clears throat> and at I did a restaurant. <laughs> I did you got your um, shit together. I was proud. After of this girl literally like pelicaned me, she like coned her hand, shoved it all the way down my throat, mm-hmm. and made me throw up in a shower. Yeah, and then she showered me and did my hair. <laughs> I'm a child. <laughs> Just a long time ago, everyone. Why um, my partner wanted to propose? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Like, who are you? What I, happened to my pretty girlfriend? I think I would have propo- uh, 
postpone the proposal. Maybe. You know what though? I was sober by the time we got you, to dinner yeah, yeah. and I looked really pretty and <laughs> you got it together. All matters. Yeah. That's all that matters. And he was like, I was terrified that you were going to miss this. <laughs> I was like, Hey, as long as I don't throw up on the table, that's all that matters. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm sweating. It's fine. It's probably onesie. It's because you were hungover and you have a onesie on. Why did you do that? Well, it's snowing there. So listen, okay. It is snowing. We've had crappy weather the last few days and being quarantined with a toddler is not an easy feat, but being quarantined with a toddler that has special needs Mm -hmm. is extremely challenging. And I am not going to preach about being the best mom on earth. However, yesterday I wanted to claw my face off. So I drank a lot of wine at bedtime. Don't worry, folks listening. He was in bed Yeah, and my partner was alive and sober. (laughs) I drank a whole bottle of wine by myself in the bathtub. (laughs) (laughs) But see, this is, I I don't, I would, I would say that most parents are dealing with this right now. I mean, this, well, I'm like, let's be honest here. Okay. Every freaking parent is drinking on the job right now. Oh, like we're all having sneaky drinks here or there Mm -hmm. while we're making chicken nuggets and painting and making play-doh creatures right everyone's doing it no one is perfect we're Mm -hmm. all trying to survive i get it however you judgmental little pricks out there (laughs) who like to pick on me i just had to clarify i was being responsible do you think those judgmental pricks will be listening to this or do you You know what I really do because they really, really? like they're nosy. Um, Linda Johnson. I still don't miss, know who that is. Oh my God. Did you see Oh, I had post? another. Yeah, but I had another fake person try to uh, friend me that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you. all these, all these fake accounts keep popping up and I'm not yeah. naming a real human. This is someone yeah. that is hiding in their parents' basement, trying to be like a keyboard warrior, fighting with me on Instagram. And they just try to pretend me to steal money from fans. Mm-hmm. And it's really ridiculous. And I get really heated about it because my fans are the most amazing, genuine, sweet, and kind individuals. And I've been so fortunate in my career to be able to meet thousands and thousands of fans that I now call friends Mm -hmm. because I've gotten to know them so well. And it just really hurts my heart that, you know, there are individuals out there who want to steal from them and abuse them because even though I'm a little bit of a brat and I say fuck off a lot and I drink shots and make others drink shots. I am very kind and caring. I send Christmas cookies to all my favorite fans. I send thank you gifts. Like, um, I'm just like, I'm very genuine with my fans. I think you're a genuinely nice person. Yeah. It pisses me off when people try to like steal from them because like I have a lot of fans and I know they're, they're real life and Mm -hmm. I know when they're struggling and when they're not. So like these people be like, I have cancer. And I need mm-hmm. money on a GoFundMe mm-hmm. because I can't work right now. And they use my pictures and they pretend that like I have cancer. Uh, so then Joe Schmo from the middle of nowhere gives his last hundred dollars right. to this cancer fund thinking that they're helping me and it's not me. And right. then I feel guilty because I'm like, well, I know for a fact they couldn't afford that. And they were trying mm-hmm. to help because mm-hmm. they're so sweet. And now I have to go kill this faker because they're just, 
awful. I mean, I think it's good. I think it's good that you post it on your account every time you see one because that helps. But I mean, this is this isn't new for anybody who I mean, even people who aren't in porn, right? Anybody who's got a ton of followers, this is happening. I see it all the time. Like there's this girl I follow who's she fishes. She's in North Carolina and she's got and she's really beautiful. She's got a ton of followers. Um and she's constantly posting, Hey, this isn't me. Hey, you know, and it's like, and a lot of it goes to, Hey, do you want to talk dirty for a hundred dollars? Whatever. She's like, I fish. I don't, that's not my jam. So she's like, I'm not sexting you. I promise. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it's super upsetting, but at the end of the day, um, the real fans know how to contact me. I mean, I'm on Twitter, Alexis Monroe, triple X. I'm on Instagram, Alexis Monroe.co. Uh, my website and my OnlyFans, OnlyFans.com slash Alexis Monroe XX, only two. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are like my main links. And I constantly am posting and constantly am telling them where to go. So my real fans know. It's just like I hate that people are getting taken advantage of. And yeah. We're going to have to probably eventually get our shit together and have a Twitter account just for this the podcast but until then send them all to her (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah and then you guys will have to tell us what you want us to talk about because we have lists and lists and lists we just don't know when and where and how I mean this really we are fumbling through this but this is something that I've been really wanting to do with her I've talked about this for for a while now years you are (laughs) Because I really do think you are one of the most fascinating people, you and your partner, are two of the most fascinating people I've ever met. And I think for a couple of reasons is one, not just what you do for a living, it's how you operate and what you do for a living. Because, um, and we can get into this in another episode, I had a, <laughs> I, I worked at a porn company, I was um, a designer for the app and website and things like that. So I know kind of what happens and things that happen behind the scenes and in scenes and whatever. She's being very modest. She added a few bubbles. <laughs> definitely did that. <laughs> um, but uh, th- most people are just batshit fucking crazy in this industry. And you guys are not batshit crazy. You are two of the most normal people I have ever met. So that in itself, um, that's why I'm like, I swear I don't breathe sex in real life. Yeah. I was a basic bitch. Like yesterday, I didn't even brush my hair <laughs> and I wore sweatpants all day until I took a bath and then I wore nothing. And I filmed TikTok videos in the bathtub because I was so bored and drunk, yeah. but mostly bored. <laughs> right now she's wearing a dinosaur onesie with these little... Oh patches under her eyes to they are um they are let me see what they're called they are coconut under eye collagen mask pads to hydrate and depuff by beauty kitchen and girl beauty kitchen is my favorite for these fucking ipads because they have another one and it's green to say ipads that's funny yeah ipads um, they have this green tea one, which y'all can't see, but I can see. And it's literally my favorite thing on earth. Is I, need, these I think I need some of those because 
I haven't been very good at keeping my skin. I I just have let myself go in quarantine. Let's just be real. I mean, I mean, you're not alone. Everyone has let themselves go. I mean, I haven't even shaved my hoo-ha since this thing has started and it's looking like forest animals are going to start living in there. Like every single day I take my pants off. I'm like, I can't, how do you let it grow out? I can't even let it grow out past a couple of millimeters because it just sticks to my underwear and bothers me. Do you just well, have I very don't wear on I don't wear underwear first. It just all. like it bothers me. I can't even do that with my legs. Like if it touches. Oh no, my legs are completely different. My uh-huh. badge is like another story. Uh-huh. Um I don't wear underwear and I don't wear jeans. So oh, that's probably mm-hmm. my first two advantages here. Yeah. Um I mostly wear sweatpants and yoga pants and it doesn't bother me at all unless yeah. the hair gets stuck through the yoga oh, pant and then it like irritating. pokes out and that's yeah. a little weird. But yeah. we're past that stage. It's now soft. Um, but the reason, (laughs) the reason why, okay. So like, if you put your legs behind your head, I shave all that area. It's just like the top part. Wait, hold on. If you put your legs behind your head, legs like this, you know, your legs behind your head and on your lips and in between those folds and whatever. I shave all that. Um, The reason why is because I've been waxing for almost a year now and I've been waxing regularly. Well, what happens when you wax and then you shave is when you wax, it breaks, like it breaks the bond of the follicles. So basically Mm -hmm. it's damaging your hair follicles. So you don't have as much hair when you shave in between waxes, it fucks up your hair. Mm. So then the wax doesn't pull out all the hair. You get a lot of breakage. All of the things that I never cared to know about waxing. She knows it all. I know it all. And so you br- you're breaking your hair follicles off and then it's basically like you didn't get waxed and then you have to go in there and tweeze it all out and that fucking Ugh. hurts. Well, so, I tried to wax once and I cried so much. And I, I wa- Well, mm-hmm. and here's the other bad thing is the reason why I started waxing was because I worked at a waxing salon very briefly and I told my girls that if they met their sales goals, I would let them wax my vagina because oh, they knew God. it would fucking hurt. And they did it and I loved it because my vag was like a baby for like six weeks. It was so freaking soft. Yeah, one of the things you should never compare your vag to. It was so soft. A naked cat? I don't know. It was so soft. It was so soft. My vagina was like a baby. Okay. Anyways, it was so soft. So if we just lost the first five listeners we were going to have. We might have gained someone else, but probably don't want them listening. They're probably a creep. Shut up. Okay. So anyways, my vagina was so soft. Well, I shaved it for the first time in like a year because quarantine happened and Mm. I didn't want to bush and I got razor burned so bad and it itched and itched and itched and itched because my hair was growing and it was dry and- have you seen those new razors for women that they're, they're safety razors. So they're like old school, um, razors that men used to use with the straight edge, mm-hmm. but they've kind of, they're really cool looking. They look like an old school razor, but they have a swiveled head that goes. So it's made for legs and things like that. Um, uh-huh. they're expensive, but the, the razors that you put in them are like five cents. So it's, it, it's saving you money because razor heads are so expensive and it's supposed to be, um, it doesn't give you razor burn. Well, I I'm never going to shave my cha-cha again because it was so painful. 
But if you try it and you like it, I'll give it a go. Okay. On my well, I've been wanting to. They're a hundred bucks, so I've been like uh, right now. Is... Oh my god! I went Vera Bradley, Vera, not Vera Wang. She makes dresses. Uh, there's a razor that Vera something made, and I bought it at Target because <clears throat> I uh, am a terrible human being and did not quarantine, mm-hmm. and I went to Target for sanity purposes. Well, but I bought this razor. You're not terrible! You had to go get stuff. I did buy essential things like tampons and yeah, you're, a razor. You're not, you're not a terrible person. You've been the. I, I feel like truly. you've been so good at quarantining. Oh my you god! It's mostly advocate. because I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, about COVID. Uh, really though, I'm just happy to sit at home with my dogs and not talk to people. Isn't that terrible? No, I'm pretty sure I'm the same. I'm a hobbit. Like I just want to eat smoke a pipe, maybe hang out with a few friends and drink, but I don't really want to leave the Shire. Yeah. You're like, I'm just going to stay here. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't even want to talk to people. I am just very content sitting in a movie theater, eating all the popcorn, drinking all the Trulies, playing with Mm Play-Doh and uh, occasionally getting pizza delivered and ice cream. You know, you're going to get like three cases of Play-Doh just because you said that. Well, hey, got an Amazon wish list. I'll uh, <laughs> link it. Um, but really, just send me Cold Stone ice cream if you like me. Oh, that sounds good. What is your favorite flavor of ice cream? Mm-hmm. You're gonna make fun of me. Is it Cherry Garcia? <laughs> it's vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> just like our sex life. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, okay. sometimes. Well, that was not <laughs> exciting at all. <laughs> well, folks, I, mean, I do like end. chocolate chip cookie dough, but I really just like a good vanilla. Sometimes chocolate. So maybe your name needs to have something with vanilla in it. Oh God, mm-hmm. Sterling vanilla. <laughs> vanilla <That's-> Jean. <laughs> vanilla Jean. What? Am I from Wisconsin or something? Mm. Vanilla Jane. Vanilla Jane. Actually, that's more like maybe Mississippi. <gasps> Alabama? Alabama. Since we're going to get so many hate Oh, Vanilla that. Queen. Yeah, yeah. Vanilla Queen. Mm, that sounds like a riverboat. <laughs> Proud Mary. I don't know. <laughs> you guys, help me out. Let's name this unknown character. Yeah, that, that, help, actually, that's a good Help thing. a bitch out. Oh, let's do fan voting. So yeah. I'm going to post this on my Twitter, Alexis Monroe, triple X. I want your votes. I want to know what we should name my unnamed co-star because I clearly suck. And her <laughs> name is going to be Vanilla Jane. If, if you guys don't I, help me. <laughs> if I can't get another name, that's no, I don't name. want my name to be Jasmine Rose or Vig- Vanilla Ooh, Jean. Oh, Vajazzle Bean. Oh, God. No, I don't want Vajazzle Bean or any of and that. This is Vajazzle Bean. I want something kind of cool, and I don't want it just, ugh. <laughs> if this is going to be my name in this podcast, it has to be palatable for me. <laughs> Ah, well, she chugs out of her should we, um, Should we end our first episode with a cool story? And yes. I guess, so everybody out there, we decided that- um, The truly is gone. Oh, well, 
yeah, that's terrible. The last little bad times. Um, we wanted to do every podcast with a story, but to randomize it, I'm going to pick a state and then Alexis is going to (laughs) tell us a crazy, insane story about anything that happened in this state. Cause she's been, where have you, you've been to all states except for three, right? Many times. Yeah. So I've been feature dancing for about eight years. So I've gone pretty much to every state. I don't think I've been to uh, Montana, Idaho, Tennessee. Maybe that's it. Maybe one or two more, but I'm, I'm pretty much been everywhere. And if I haven't, I've been to every single airport. So I've been to every airport (laughs) and a lot of shit happens to me in airports. So I think I'll have some stories. So give me your state. Hold on. Why do things happen in airports? Um, I'm a very anxious traveler and I don't like flying. So normally I get drunk so that I can sleep or I'll take like Tylenol PM and I'll sleep or whatever. But then I kind of have like weird dreams and just, okay. you know what? Let's well, just say another story. For, okay. For another day. That's an airport story. Okay. So let me think. Maybe we should start where, where we met California. Oh man. Wow. <laughs> Is it a good well, one? Is that a doozy? Considering I lived in California for about eight months, I've got quite a few stories. So we might have to do a few days in California. Well, but my favorite this is ever story. revolving. It's not like we're going to get to Maine and then stop. We're we're it's like we're going to keep going. Yeah. So my favorite story from California has to be. So when I first moved to California, I lived in what's called a model house. And that's basically where multiple models live until you can kind of like get your shit together and find your own apartment. And because I didn't actually live in California, I would come and shoot for like a few months and then go back home to Michigan. I just usually stayed there. Well, all of the girls in my house decided that we were going to go to eat because we were hungry. And we went to this little Mexican place that is like... Good. You decided to eat because you were hungry. Well, well, we just like decided that we're going to go get drunk really. And Okay. um, Oh, Okay. Yeah, I was having a really bad day. And so they're mm-hmm. like, okay, we're going to go and we're going to cheer you up and we're going to go to this Mexican place. So we went to the Mexican place and I was really upset because I had a piece of shit boyfriend when I first got in before I met my partner and he stole my money, which was awful because mm-hmm. I was an idiot. And that's why I was upset because I didn't have any money. Mm-hmm. So all my girls were like, oh, okay, well, you know, we'll give you $300 if you drink these two margaritas and then you go sing karaoke and if you know me i cannot sing mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. it's like dying cats mm-hmm. <laughs> so um needless that to say came i came back and died again mm-hmm. oh it's pretty much like the grim reaper of sound um i sang carrie underwood and I drank all the tequila and mm-hmm. it was god awful they actually booed me off the stage <laughs> Wow, you have to do a bad job to get booed off of karaoke because everybody knows most people going to karaoke are going to be bad. Like, there's like always that one person who's amazing. Well, wow. this guy was wow. literally like, I'll pay you 50 bucks to shut the fuck up. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, I'll take it. 
Wow. So I got paid my three hundred and fifty dollars, uh-huh. and I was really happy about that. Well, um, twenty-year-old me was up to no good. So they had like um, inflatable Corona bottles because mm-hmm. they were promoting like a new flavor or whatever, or they were promoting something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I was drunk. I don't know. So um, we were getting ready to leave, and I decided that I was going to steal this inflatable Corona bottle and run home. So this Corona bottle is six feet tall. Oh oh my God. It's a six foot tall, um, inflatable Corona bottle. And I ran for like six blocks with an inflatable Corona bottle drunk off my ass. And I brought it all the way home. And all of us literally had like a powwow around our totem pole Corona bottle that literally sat in our backyard for almost a year. Uh And every time we saw it, it was kind of like a memory of us being obnoxious. And the only reason why I'm admitting to this is because the owner of the Mexican place found me on Pornhub and found out who I was and contacted my agent and made me pay for the Corona bottle. (laughs) That's so fucked up. So I can guilt. It was $395. Oh my God. So you didn't make any money. You lost money that night. Wow. Oh Jesus. (laughs) Oh wow. It was an amazing story with a very How awful did he ending. Find you? Well, I guess if you guys were going there a lot, that's crazy. <laughs> it was really good times. We did go there a lot, actually. They had really great chips and salsa, and their beans and rice were bomb ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, um, I'm gonna go crack open another truly and probably take a nap. I'm gonna order some spaghetti yeah, and go um, do that mamo thing. So thank you so much for listening to our very first episode yeah. of our podcast. I'm sorry. All five of you. <laughs> it was a little, you know, boring or whatever, but tell us what you want. Tell us yeah. what you want to hear. Give us your comments and uh let's name my unnamed co-host. Awesome. Over and out. Signing Savages. off. <laughs>